Macworld Podcast, episode 572 for September 6, 2017. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, Senior Editor for Macworld. Uh, I'm here with Leah Yamshan, Macworld's Managing Editor. Hello. And on the big screen, we're here with uh, Mike Simon, who's a staff writer for Macworld. Hello, Mike. Hello, everyone. So today we're going to talk about... What else? The September 12th event that's happening next week, in case you didn't know. Apple is uh, finally announced that they're going to have an event at their new uh, Steve Jobs Theater at Apple Park on September 12th. Um, Invites went out last week, and the invite basically said, let's meet at our place. So... This is theoretically the event that Apple will announce new iPhones that have been uh, dominating the rumor mill. Uh, so are you guys excited about an Apple event? Of course. This is Absolutely. always the fun one. I, it's yeah. like, it's kind of the most, I mean, I don't want to say the most predictable, but, you know, we've come to expect that there will be um, an event in September. And that one normally has a lot of fanfare around it. It's usually one of the larger events. Um, there's normally some things that we are expecting and they usually have, Apple usually has like one, at least one surprise for us. So I feel like the, the, the buzz around the September event is always the most exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I I think what happens a lot of times with these events and having, we've having done this for a while is the rumors get so prevalent and persistent and, you know, a lot of times what happens is Apple announces the product and then there's a little bit of a letdown because people are like, we kind of knew this. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, you know, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, what is Apple supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're not supposed to release any of those things that that have been rumored and just kind of reveal certain something different. Yeah. So, and, and there's a bit of a sense of like, OK, we've been hearing about it all summer. Like, and now we're finally going to get to the point right. and, and see what it is. And then right. we can move on to the next right. rumor cycle. Because there's, al- so yeah. <laughs> there's always going to be a certain amount of letdown. You know, maybe that's media generated. I don't know. But um, yeah, because because the rumor is so prevalent. So, Mike, can you talk about, uh, you know, what what are you looking forward to at the September 12th event? Well, oddly enough, I am most looking forward to the new Apple Watch. Yeah, because I am super excited about LTE. I know a lot of people think it's unnecessary and it's going to be too expensive. And but, you know, Apple Watch is that's pretty much my favorite Apple product. I mean, I use my iPhone all the time. I use my Mac all the time, but I love my Apple Watch. And I love watches in general. I love smart watches in general. I use Android Wear also. I'm, I'm always changing between them. And I'm really, really interested to see what Apple does with LTE, if they can nail it, if it, I can truly just take it from my house, get phone calls, get to, from my actual number without a complicated setup process and everything like that. And I can really use it in place of my phone for long stretches. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Have you been using any other watches that that have LTE or? I have, okay. and they're all pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of problems one. do you run into? Is is it? Well, the biggest problem I have is getting it to work with my number, because some work with some networks, some work with other networks. The Google Watch doesn't oh. work with the T, the T-Mobile Watch. I mean, the uh, the ZTE right. Watch only works with T-Mobile. How annoying! And even within there, it's tricky because you have to have digits and you have to have the numbers platform like it's it's just it's not simple 
So, but so, is it fair to say that that kind of problem is maybe unique to your situation because you're in the media and you get to use different? It could be. Yeah, products, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done I've done you know I've talked to people. I've done research on you know discussion boards and things. And Android Wear and LTE is not a friendly combination. They're just it's just not the, the manufacturers haven't really found a way to make it so everyone can have it, can, everyone can use it, and so it's real simple to set up. Oh. But you know, it it, it, do, it does work. I, I do get calls. They're generally from a different number, but it does work. I do get you know messages and notifications, but sometimes it's glitchy. Sometimes I you know they'll come a half hour later when I get after I get home. So it's it's not a perfect system. And um, I think if Apple does do this, they have been perfecting it. And um, we really haven't seen like a huge leap for Apple Watch. So this would be the first real, you know, Series 2 was the waterproofing and, you know, a little bit of a brighter screen and stuff. But um, I think LTE would really be the, the, the first true evolutionary change for Apple Watch. And I'm looking forward to see what else is there and how they, how they <clears throat> integrate that into the Apple Watch experience. Yeah. Uh, with, did GPS come with Series 2 as well, or was yes. that later? Yeah, Yeah, GPS came with uh, Series 2. Mm-hmm. Do, um, do Samsung's Gear watches have an LTE option since they run yes. on the Tizen platform? Or, the, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. The, uh, the top-of-the-line Frontier watch does, but again, that's a real big one. It's mainly for you know athletes and, and hikers and things like this, and they're just they're, they they don't have that elegance that Apple Watch has. It's not really an everyday watch for everybody. I see. Okay, um, we are live on Facebook and on Twitter and Periscope. So if any viewers there have any comments, if maybe you have an experience with other watches and LTE or. Uh, what you want to see at the September 12th event, let us know in the comments and our our producer, Dan, will let us know and uh, chime in with any comments that you guys got. So, uh, yeah. So be sure to uh, let us know what you guys think. Roman, what are you the most excited about for next week? Is there something you're looking forward to the most? Uh, You know, I have to admit, as much as I I do want to see the phone now, there was a story that came out this week uh, reported by, I want to make sure I credit them, the 9 to 5 Mac, that said that Apple case makers uh, had been kind of tipped off as to the name of, of the iPhone. So they're saying that the iPhone will be called the iPhone, there will be the iPhone 8, the iPhone 8 Plus, which are the successors to the current iPhone 7. Oh, interesting. So they're going to skip the S version. According supposedly. to this. Huh. Okay. And then the iPhone that we've been calling the iPhone 8, which has been referred to as a premier phone and other reports, it, the brand new phone is being rumored to be called the iPhone edition. Oh, so if that so. one's called the iPhone edition, would they change the name of the SE, which is supposed to be like special First. edition? <laughs> They would have to, right? iPhone Tiny? Is that what uh, they'll call it? Could it could also be that, I mean, they've done this before where, like, the, the uh, initials of a name don't mean anything. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah, just, I don't think they ever, like, told us it was special edition. We just all assumed that mm-hmm. it's Because right. right. they've had other SE products before. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you that it's, it's confusing. You have the SE, which, 
you know, just people logically assume them stands for special edition. And then you had the edition, which of course three times as much. <laughs> well, and when I hear edition, I think of the Apple Watch edition and I think of that right. like seventeen thousand dollar like plated gold oh, right. fancy Apple Watch. So right. that would be an interesting choice for Apple to call the their high end phone the edition, but it won't be quite in the price ballpark as yeah, yeah. the yeah. original. Well, they, the, Apple the Apple Watch edition now is that ceramic one, which oh, yeah. twelve hundred ish. So that's right. still expensive for they, a watch. They did recycle the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. So I'm interested it, in seeing the phones, but what I was, re- what I'm really interested in is seeing this. The Steve Jobs Theater. <laughs> yeah. So I know it's not a consumer product, and most people who use Apple products will never see this joint. But, but the, they'll see it live on the stream. Right. The thing that struck me about the invite was that usually they have a tagline that refers somehow to the product, mm-hmm. even if it's in the most vague sense. Like, you know, if it was, if they were, if, if they wanted to promote Apple Music, then maybe they would say something about. I don't know, you know, come join us for the jam or something like that. I, I'm just making stuff up. But they have said stuff in the past that kind of allude to the products that they're yeah. that they're going to be showcasing. But this time, the invite pretty is like focused on the venue. Mm-hmm. I mean, the line says, let's meet at our place. That there's no like reference to the products. Right. It's just let's meet at our place. Could it be alluding to the HomePod in any way, shape or form? Oh, that's a good point. I, think I mean, I that. think the most obvious tie-in is like this is going to be the first event at the Apple Park campus. It's right. the first mm-hmm. time that you know members of the press will get to go and check it out. So that's yeah. the that makes the most sense. But if the one more thing was more info about the HomePod, or if there, yeah. if it was tied in somehow there, that could also make sense yeah. with that tagline. So, so you know, there's been. So there's this this place is supposed to be this. You know, it's, it seats a thousand people. It's this brand new theater. Uh, hey, Mike, what were some of the details about the theater? About like- yeah, it, it came out this morning that um, there's a cup. There's one that there's like a rotating wall. Yeah. So the, the pictures we've seen, like 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 it's all glass and it looks like this like kind of magical place. But apparently inside there's a there's a there's a wall that rotates. So when you go in. You'll go up a set of stairs and you'll sit down. And then when the event's over, it'll it'll rotate. The, the, the stairs and all will rotate, apparently. And then you'll go down underneath the theater into the exhibition area. So it's like this high-tech kind of area that hides the stuff when and only reveals it when they, when they want to show it to you. Yeah, there was a story by Bloomberg this morning that talked oh, about Bloom, this yeah. event. So. I, you know, I would like to see that theater. And I think what's going to happen, too, is that I think a lot of mostly mainstream media might take the angle that the big product reveal was this theater and not necessarily the phones. Sort of that whole letdown, mm-hmm. part of that whole letdown thing. Or, oh, yeah, we have already heard about the phone. We don't, there's nothing new. We already know about the biometrics and the full screen and this and that. And then talk about this theater. So it's sort of like a kickoff for the whole right. their their whole new their new place. Yeah, I'm gonna say like the over under of headlines that say that the theater was the new product <laughs> is like five. Yeah, yeah. So we'll still we'll, you know that you yeah. know event is a letdown, but the theater, wow, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? So Apple's reinventing the theater. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Right. Right. Or like, you know, the real product that Apple revealed was the theater or something like Mm -hmm. that, you know. So I think that's what's going to happen. The theater, 
I think a lot of media outlets will say that the theater stole the show in order to create some sort of different angle, you know, some unique angle. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to is that theater. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be neat to see. So, and Leah, what what did you have in mind for the show? What, what, um, do you, what would you like to see? Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the new phone lineup. I'm particularly interested to see what the what we've been calling the like 7S version, maybe it's going to become the 8, What whatever the more like entry level version of the new phone is going to be, because every rumor that we've heard so far this summer um, kind of pertains to the higher end edition yeah. version yeah. of the phone. So I, who knows what the other version is going to look like. It might still have the home button. It might still have a very similar look and feel. The camera might be... Um, still might take that like horizontal approach. Um, it might be, I wonder if like the sizing will be a little bit different compared to the addition. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the differenti like what differentiates these, these phones. Um, and I'm really excited for iOS 11 to come out of beta. Yeah. So um, I got a pop up on my phone this morning. Um, I don't have the beta running on my phone uh, since it's my everyday driver. I still prefer to like not have betas on my main phone. I yeah. have the beta set up on an iPad. So I got a pop up on my phone this morning from the Apple um like tips app and it, it was like oh like do you want to get to know the new control center and ios 11 like click here to to learn more and just kind of reminded me how close we were to that being public so uh they usually release that shortly after the event right it's normally like made available within the next couple of days like a, maybe a week mm -hmm. or so like pre-orders will start friday then uh, they'll ship the following friday and ios 11 somewhere in between there Right, because yeah. the new devices yeah. have are supposed to have the new iOS yeah. or the new OS. And uh, one feature that hasn't that we haven't really been able to test in the beta is um, the like peer to peer payment system, which I think they're calling Apple Pay Cash oh, right. is the mm -hmm. word I've heard floating around. Um, so that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that works um, and getting to to test that out. I really like Apple Pay. I use that a lot, and I also use Venmo all the time. So if you know we can combine these things into one, and having Apple's more secure uh, like payment platform being involved in these peer to peer payments, um, I think that's awesome. So I'm looking forward to checking yeah. that out. And iOS 11, it's quite a bit different than iOS 10, and it'll be cool to see how it works with the new phone, particularly the iPhone edition mm -hmm. or whatever it's called. And they're saying there's all sorts of new gestures and new navigation, and that ties into the new control center, which 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 hooks up with the, um, uh, you know, that also ties in with the iPad Pro. There's a lot of changes there. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that kind of works together with the old phone, the new phone and the newer phone. Totally. Yeah. There's a lot we haven't gotten to see yeah. in the beta so far because it's tied to whatever hardware is coming out next. Right. So. so with, with the Apple pay, would that work with Android? Would it be cross platform? I don't think it would be cross platform. No, from what we've, uh, from what we know, it's going to work through the messages app. So it would only be able to work through um, iMessage and people that have Apple Pay activated on their phone. Is that enough reason that it would be worthwhile to use? Or um, I mean, is it going to be a Venmo killer? No, be exactly for that reason, because you're going to need a platform where you can um, 
pay and exchange money with your friends that are using other systems. But um, Apple has always like they've always taken their security measures very seriously when it comes to their payment information. They use um, encryption and they scramble the last four digits of your cards and things like that. Um, where Venmo has kind of been known to not take that so seriously, which is surprising considering that they are now a PayPal product. So I'm I I like the security aspect. I trust of, Apple more. I do. Yeah. But how am I going to collect my money from Michael Simon? Yo, yo, yeah. That'll have to be on. I have an iPhone. <laughs> I'm all hooked up with iMessage, Dan. Stop it. Ooh, but I don't know if it'll work on your old, old, old iPhone. Oh, that's mm. true. It's time yeah. to upgrade, Dan. Yeah. I think that's, that's I just want to see how much the other old phones drop in price. That's what I'm curious good about. Good point. I'm sure it'll be a good amount. Because you mentioned last week you're hoping the 6 will go to a good price, right? Or the 6S? Yeah. I'm on a 5S right now. So I am, wow. oh, is that four generations old? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm in desperate need of something new. That's something I'd like to hear from the audience. If if you have If you are planning to upgrade... And you're upgrading from an older phone. Let us know what what that model is, because I'm interested to see how long people wait to upgrade. Like, I upgrade every two years, but I think it's mostly because I work in this industry. Uh, But I think there are people who wait a lot longer. So I'd like to know, interested to hear from people who are watching, you know, how old is your phone? And if you're planning to upgrade this time around... uh, and let us know how old your phone is. Well, Freedosh said uh, they skipped uh, the 7 f- just for this phone. So that must mean that they're on the 6S. Um, and I don't know if this person is, is telling the truth or not, but the real <laughs> Nelly B says they are waiting from a 4S. Whoa. So I, I, I kind of find that hard to believe. No, Nelly, that's <laughs> awesome. I, I mean, if it still works, if you've been able to get that much life out of that phone, that's, yeah. that's pretty great. But what OS even support, like the last iOS didn't support that phone, right? I don't think 10 supported it. Yeah, I, no. think, that, I think that's all. Yeah, I think the 5, the five was, the lo- was the lowest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, on a personal note, the 4S is my favorite phone design, iPhone design. I love it. Yeah. I wish they would. I mean, the, the, the 5 was close, but the 4S was just awesome with the, with the glass and mm-hmm. the steel on the middle. It was I, just my favorite um, yeah. design. Yeah, I liked that phone a lot. Yeah. I was sad when I gave it up. And Blue Gray just chimed in and said that they are on a 6 Plus because they like the size. Mm-hmm. I'm, so. I'm team big phone too, Blue Gray. Yeah. I'm always on the on the Plus. Um, so this is last year I signed up for the iPhone upgrade program, um, which was the like second year that it was available, I think, or second mm-hmm. iPhone season because it debuted with the, the 6, I believe. Um, so anyways, this phone cycle will be my first time like trading my phone in and getting something else and kind of seeing how that process works. So I'm, uh, I hope that goes smoothly. (laughs) Would that make you more likely to pay a little more for this one? Maybe get a higher storage or go for the iPhone edition? I'll probably. Because you're only paying a few dollars a month? Yeah. I'll have to see what the, the, I'll have to see what all the features are like between the phones and then I'll have to see what the, the cost 
is. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of want the I want the fancy one. <laughs> of course, I, you know, I want to I want to take all these new features for a spin. So what's another fifteen dollars? I mean, you know. <laughs> Uh, Hector Nicasio on Facebook points out that the uh, 4S only goes up to iOS 7, and he oh. knows that because his mom is still rocking it. Wow. iOS so. 7, huh? Well, hey, I mean, at least 7 was the one that ditched the skeuomorphic look and kind of got yep. the new flat look, right? Yeah. So at least, you yep. know, it's modern-ish in that way. That's Donald cool. Weiser on Facebook uh, has the 6 Plus, and he can't wait to get the iPhone. Uh, Ray Cooper points out, that uh, he has a seven plus, but he's not sure he wants to lose the touch ID. That's a mm. very good point. That's a big one. Yeah. So because yeah. the rumor is that the new the new iPhone, I guess the iPhone edition is going to have yes. facial recognition and not have a home button. Uh, as Mark German from Bloomberg pointed out, that uh, wrote that the new iPhone is going to have like a dock-like interface so there'll be like a dock app that you can pull mm -hmm. over the bottom of the screen to get to uh to do some multitasking just kind of like in the ipad mm -hmm. sure. so um but the lack of a home button i mean we've had the home button since the ipad the, the original iphone yeah. and that's going to be a hard habit to break yeah we thought the headphone jack was bad the home button yeah, yeah. loss <laughs> is going to be interesting I think adjustment-wise, I mean, I think navigation will, will you know, we, we always just experiment with new stuff and we'll be all right with that. But the loss of Touch ID is, a, for me, that's a killer. I just um, reviewed the Note 8, which is a great phone, but facial recognition is terrible. Oh, really? It's terrible. Like, A, a it's, it's usable maybe half of the time, but... You can spoof it so easily, you know. It's oh, just scary. Not, it's not secure and mm -hmm. it's not easy to use, and you have to hold your phone in this certain way. And it's, we'll see. I mean, reports are that Apple has, has a completely different system, and I'm sure they do. But it's got to be really spot on for them to replace Touch ID because that is fast, fast, fast. Yeah. And so we'll see. And you'd have to think that they would keep the passcode or something as a backup plan in case yeah. facial recognition doesn't work. So that might be something that. Users will just want to bypass entirely and just go back to using the old passcode. Plus, uh, you yeah. don't want to forget that uh, it's it's also racist. Uh, you know, <laughs> is it? Yeah, sometimes it doesn't t detect people's faces oh. if they're if they're darker skin toned. Is that a that, that was a problem with Samsungs? That's uh, a really big problem. Yeah, oh, no. so we'll see how oh. racist uh, Apple's phones are. <laughs> oh, Apple, don't let us down. <laughs> uh, David, I'm. Uh, forgive me if I butcher your last name. I think it's Steinbrug. Uh, his first iPhone was the 7 Plus, and he also does not want to lose the Welcome uh, aboard. touch ID and the physical home button. So, yeah, yeah I think that's going to be, I mean, that's going to be a big thing about the, no, I think so the home button. Yeah. And, da so. and David on uh, Twitter says that uh, his facial recognition can be opened by his twin. Whoa! Yeah. So no, it's I've seen it spoofed by by high high res pictures. I mean, I've seen it spoofed by another phone. Like that, people hold them like this. It's 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 on, on, at least on Samsung. I mean, oh no! And they actually Samsung actually warns you when you go to set it up that this is not as secure as fingerprint or or iris. So 
Apple's going to really have to have a next generation facial recognition yeah. to be the only biometric on the phone to unlock. And we'll really put it through the test when we're reviewing yeah. those phones yeah. and these features. Okay. Um, we'll try to spoof it in every way, shape, or form just to see how secure it is. Yeah, we'll see if it like can pass like the drunk test. So like you know, like if you're passed out, can someone take your phone? Um, you know, <laughs> put it up and then yeah. just like go through your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So. Or can you unlock it if your face is contorted as you're passed yeah. out and you're trying to unlock your phone just by staring at it? Hmm. Interesting. And hats and glasses and, you know, everything else. Yeah. There's a lot of issues here. We'll see. Um, okay. So other things that we think will be shown at the September 12th event, we've, we've talked about the Apple Watch. I'm sure the uh, Boston Red Sox will be talking Mike Simon, who's our, our Red Sox fan here. Uh, Mike, do you want to talk about the story that, that I'm trying to, that I'm poking fun of? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this is why I sometimes hide my Boston sports fandom. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's becoming an epidemic. First it was the Patriots. Now it's the Red Sox, but what they've been charged with and they've, they've admitted to doing is that they would steal or, you know, in other words, I'll use steel. Steal the signals from the catcher. They would so, observe. Observe, yeah. That, that's and then relay not, the information, relay information to the rest of the team right. in anticipation right. of the play. It's, it's, it's not illegal to steal the signs. What, is, what, what, what was illegal is that they were, you know, you can, if you're in the bullpen or you're on the third baseline, you can see the sign. Then you can walk over to the dugout and tell the players. In this instance, they were using their Apple Watch to quickly tell the, the coach and who would tell the players, and that's, that's not legal, or we'll, we'll see if it's, if it's spelled out right way. But it, it's interesting that they found a completely surreptitious use for their Apple Watches on the field. I mean, it's fascinating. And, uh, you know, maybe Apple Watch will use it, or maybe Apple will use it in their new Apple Watch marketing. Maybe they can get Dustin <laughs> Joy to be oh, that new folks. I, I bet you guys $10 right now, Craig Federici will say something right. about that. There will be some He'll really, really good joke about that next week. Um, yeah. I love that story. It was such a, <laughs> like, was, I mean, you know, sports and cheating and that's, none of that is is good. But, like, what a creative use you know and like it is a really handy quick way to convey information and i kind of want to know what it was like was it like you know i agree like two taps means this and three taps (laughs) means that or like a heartbeat means you know this kind of play like i want to know kind of more of the details of of what they were doing right Um, was it digital with the digital touch yeah messages like what is it yeah yeah the red Sox are they're kind of known as one of the more I don't want now, to say now. advanced. <laughs> Throw some shade. Throw the shade. <laughs> but they're they're willing to accept new ideas and yes. you know, like they're into the sabermetrics and things like that. And I'm an mm-hmm. Oakland A's fan, so I'm kind of you know, yeah, I'm kind of envious of the Red Sox because the Red Sox are doing what the right. Oakland A's but, would like to do. Right. Uh, but so this, the fact that this came out wasn't that surprising to me because I was kind of like. Yeah, of course they're doing that. (laughs) So, but uh, yeah, I'm never surprised by any sports team trying to get an edge over their competitor. Especially trying to bend the rules. Yeah, they were caught uh, doing this against when they were playing the Yankees, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That makes it that makes it better. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, apparently they've they've done it against other teams, but the Yankees are always looking for some way to get the Red Sox in trouble. 
So kind of tied into the Apple Watch is that um, Men's Health published an article, and we'll have links to all these stories in our show notes on the website. Uh, Men's Health did a, a story about the exercise lab at Apple. They apparently have this huge lab in Cupertino with people running on treadmills and big oxygen masks and like people in like water treadmills swimming and they're doing all this mm-hmm. to create you know a better Apple Watch. So it seems to me that we're going to have an Apple Watch announcement because this story just seemed came out today this morning. Yeah. It just seemed to be coincidental that there's an event on Tuesdays. So I think we're going to see something about the Apple Watch, which is interesting because when did the new Apple Watch just come out? When did that watch come uh, out? Was it last September? I, th- I know. Yeah, I think so it's it hasn't been, been a year. A year? Okay. I don't think they I think did so. an update in the spring. Oh, I should look at that. Look that up. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's been about a year. Yeah. If they, I mean, maybe there were new bands and things, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think uh, I think it's been about a year. Right, they I came be... out with the Nike the Nike watch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. So I think so. It seems like there's going to be an Apple Watch announcement yeah. as mm-hmm. well as an iPhone announcement. And we know WatchOS three is on the way, so that would make right. sense for there to be new hardware. Right. And the uh, in that HomePod firmware leak, we saw a bunch of fitness and new new fitness, um, I guess, automatic detectors that people unearthed. So um, clearly, that's going to be a, uh, a major. And it always is, but this will be one of the major features mm-hmm. of Apple Watch. Is it's, it's all of its fitness things. Yeah. I've been using the um, fitness, the Fitbit Ionic, for a couple of weeks, and um, it'll be interesting to see how those two go head to head with each other because, you know, this is a true smartwatch for Fitbit, and Apple is really trying to up its fitness game. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how those two for Christmas and the holiday season, how they really um, how they sell and how they they um, how they compete against each mm-hmm. other. Totally. Fitbit still controls such a huge part of the market because their devices are so uh, user friendly and they're like pretty nice looking. And um, I, I, if I'm not seeing an Apple Watch strapped to somebody's wrist, chances are it's a Fitbit instead. So, right. Right. yeah, I'm curious to see how um, how the Ionic does yeah. uh, this holiday season, too. Dan, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just kind of wondering um about if you think there will be a major redesign because they've had that kind of look for the last two editions, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, if there was a redesign, I wonder what it would be. Would they keep the square shape or go to a circular shape? Is there yeah, circle, circle seems unlikely, I guess, the best way to say it. I mean, I've used a lots of circular Android Wear watches and the square shape is just better, I think, for presenting information and for even usability to get to those corners and stuff. So, mm-hmm. what well, looks better? Say that again, Dan. What do you think looks better? Um, for like, oh, sorry, sorry, I was going to say for you, regular you watches, I like the the circular face. But from all the smart watches that I've seen, I like the look of the Apple Watch the best. I think probably just because size wise, the thirty eight millimeter um, is like the perfect size for my wrist and every other um, smartwatch that I've tried from uh, all the Android Wear ones that, you know, as they come in, I try them on and stuff. They're just a little too clunky. And so even the square ones, the circular ones, like everything's just a little clunky, but the circular shape has a hard time, like on the smartwatches, hasn't sat as nicely on my wrist as um, 
the square ones. So I think that's something Apple definitely takes into consideration. They may yeah, like- um, put some new like finishes on it. You know, we've seen like they have a rose gold, they have a gold, they have the stainless steel and an, an aluminum one. So maybe they'll experiment with some other like finishes. To maybe some crystals. Design. Maybe some crystals. Yeah. Covered <laughs> in some Swarovski going yeah. on. And <laughs> well, they're saying the new iPhone 8 or iPhone Pro color or edition. Oh, Jesus. Edition. iPhone edition color is a blush gold. Yeah. So did we'll you say blush? It's way to Apple Watch. More of a blush like, like like the millennial pink that's kind of been going on, like in between. It's. Kind of in the rose gold family, but more copper and less like pink. Yeah, as Mike said. Well, the thing about the Apple Watch shape is that you instantly identify it as the Apple Watch. That's true. Like if I'm on the on the bus and like everybody's holding on, I'll look and I can instantly Hmm. recognize it because it's the only square watch around. And it's the only one that's not showing its face. So it's it's like a blind, too. it's a black mm-hmm. monolith on everyone's wrist. And you can just look down the, down the row and you'll see like, I'll see like five or six. And so there's something about that shape that means insta- instantly identifiable. I mean, I think Apple, what they probably would do is, as they were doing with the iPhone for so long, is go thinner mm-hmm. if they can. Uh, Could they with LTE though? Uh, yes, it yeah, sucks. I don't know what, mm-hmm. yeah, and and I don't know what kind of developments they have made with battery life also. But so. I feel like what they also like to do is they want you to see what the new one looks like. So then you look at everyone's old one and then everyone's <laughs> like, oh, that's true. I have the old one. Mm-hmm. I need to buy the new one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one feature I want in Apple Watch isn't always on display, as, as Roman just said, when you like how it's always black. I like you know, not having to raise my wrist a certain way to see the time. So some kind of always on display that doesn't kill battery life. Yeah, I don't know how many times I go like this. And then like, yeah, you have to do it a second or third time. Yeah, and I I just go, I'll just (laughs) (laughs) So. um, Or when it turns on when you don't mean to, like when you're in the movie theater and you like scratch your knee or something, then all of a sudden (laughs) you're like, right. It's like, oh, sorry, everybody. (laughs) First world problems. Yes. Yes, first world problems. (laughs) So we've talked. So iPhone, Apple Watch. We've talked about even the HomePod. Um, is there a chance we could see uh, maybe a uh, licensing agreement with James Bond films? Yeah, that's what they're saying. That, that, that could tie in with Apple TV, a new Apple TV. So there was a report. Was it this morning? Yeah, yeah. That's what I read. That uh, Apple Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter. Uh, yeah, broken. the Hollywood Reporter says that Apple is bidding for the rights to the James Bond films. Uh, And this kind of goes into the whole Apple with Apple Music and Apple TV and creating new content and trying to keep up with Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and all these other services, even like HBO. to try and compete with those guys because there's money to be made off of content and Apple really hasn't done anything. I mean, if you want to count carpool karaoke (laughs) (laughs) and planet of the apps, let's not forget that one. Oh, I did forget that one. I wanted to forget that one. No, that's the Emmy award nominated planet of the apps. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, 
James Bond. And the interesting thing about the article, it talks about how it compares the James Bond. Well, it doesn't really compare, but it says how like James Bond is this franchise that really hasn't been exploited for all the money that it can make. Hmm. Like it talks about how the Star Wars franchise, yeah. uh, which for the longest time was an independent franchise, meaning it wasn't owned by a big studio. Now it's owned by uh, Disney. Disney, yes. Now those guys. Yes, those guys. <laughs> uh, but you know, they've made toys and T-shirts and all kinds of stuff. Whereas, like you know, James Bond really hasn't gone into the whole merchandising that's, thing. That's true, right? And which doesn't seem like something that Apple would do. Well, we would totally get a James Bond special edition Apple Watch. Oh, well, yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah. Or a watch face or something yeah, like yeah, that. Right. Or the, uh, you know, the Apple car. Oh. There you go. Could, could go underwater. That would be cool. <laughs> but, uh, but taking advantage of that marketing and branching out doesn't seem like an Apple thing to do. But, you know, it's. It seems like they would basically license the content and then make it available on Apple TV and right and make money yeah, they, that they're way. Saying, yeah, they're, sorry, they're saying the deal applies to old movies and whatever would come out in the future as right. well for whatever period of time. So the, if you really like James Bond, the only place you could get it is presumably the iTunes store. I guess is how it would work. Yeah, and if this is you know the beginning phases of Apple like trying to build up what what other content is going to be on their platform you know i don't know if james bond alone would be enough to entice people to join apple music but if it was part of this larger push for exclusive Mm -hmm. content um that could certainly be enticing especially if it was the whole back catalog yeah Yeah. i agree and you know at a a reasonable price like Mm -hmm. if they cut the price like i don't know Two dollars for a rental, or a hundred dollars for the whole set, or something like that. Sure. Or free to stream if you're a or subscriber. Yeah. That's kind go. of what I was thinking they would do. That would be cool too. Yeah. So I, it seems like the I, I don't know if this is in the early stages of negotiation or what, but it seems to me that in order to be prepared to announce something like this on September 12th, it, it might be a ways off still. So I don't know if we're going to hear anything about it. We could hear yeah. about yeah. some other content deals that nobody knows about yet because there's always something that happens at these events that mm-hmm. we're kind of went oh mm-hmm. that's a surprise and it's it usually something that- like you know that we wouldn't necessarily think about like a content deal so it definitely seems that there's some kind of content deal that they're going to announce there's been a lot of these little stories that pop up here and there that say they're working on getting a deal with this studio or that studio so right. something's got to be in the works yeah, Apple has these two executives whose names escape me right now, and this is their like main objective is to mm-hmm. try and build up the content that Apple can use on its Apple TV. And acquisition seems like that's a possible deal, yeah. although Apple's being very selective about their acquisition uh, process, as they are in general with their acquisition. I mean, they haven't really acquired any content right now, as far as we know. So, uh, Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. So... Uh, there was also the rumor that um, they were working with Hollywood Studios to get um, theater uh, movies that were still in theaters for maybe $50 a purchase or something like that. That was a few weeks ah. ago. Right. So that's possible as well. Who knows? 
But I think something, if they're going to come out with an Apple TV that's 4K, they will have some kind of exclusive 4K. Definitely. Something to come along, go along with it. Yeah. So last week we talked about the Apple, the 4K Apple TV. We also talked about how the studios want Apple to charge more for 4K content. Yeah. So there's possibly, maybe we'll see something along 4K Apple TV on September 12th. Got to be a lot going on next week. Yeah. yeah. So what else? So I think I think iPhone, Apple Watch. I th- think maybe we'll see more of the HomePod. I don't know if we'll get an announcement as did to they a announce ship a sh- date. Did they say a shipping they date? They said like sort of- I thought they were aiming for at least like by December. Does oh, that okay. sound right? So, or like by holiday or later this year? I. I yeah, the, I can't remember exactly. there were so many products that were yeah. coming was, in December at yeah. the WWDC announcement that I can't remember if HomePod. Let's see. So speaking of WWDC in December, there was also the iMac Pro, mm-hmm. which I don't think we'll see this uh, this this event. Although there was a last week, Intel announced some new Xeon processors. So there's some speculation that those processors that Intel announced last week could be the processors yeah. in the iMac Pro. Uh, yeah. Um, but did they say, I mean, they, did they say December or they just said like late fall or something for that? I'm not going to remember. They said December. Yeah, they December. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't, so maybe I'm glad you just make that up. <laughs> yeah. and I don't recall in the past that Apple has announced iMacs at the iPhone event. No, typically not. I don't not. think so, yeah. Because they don't like to have too much. Too much? Well, they don't like to have the iPhone totally overshadow the Mac when when it seems like then they can help it. So mm-hmm. I think was when the Mac Pro was released, was that a separate? What event was that? Uh, I think that was WWDC where they just kind of uh, showed a preview of it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think we'll see any Mac announcements on. September 12th, which isn't unusual, I don't mm-hmm. think. So. And probably not iPads either, I right. would think, because they just did all yeah. that on WWDC. Right. Yeah. I think we will probably hear a, if anything Mac-related, they'll probably say, they probably might say a date when Sierra, High Sierra comes out. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe. And we uh, could have an October event. Um, that's not mm-hmm. out of the question. Yeah. Um. Because we know that the um, the iMac Pro is coming out this year, right? Yep. They they say December. Okay. So, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that machine because that I like yeah. that gunmetal on that iMac. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's cool. a that's a cool looking machine. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to cost you like a like a small fortune. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to start at five thousand dollars. So that's going to be expensive. Well, there's a yeah. question on Facebook. Um, do you think that there will be a revamped AirPod? Yes, AirPods too. Oh. Yeah, think I think so? so. Yeah, I think. Um, but they, I think, but they're hardly any iPods. What AirPods? iPods or Air? I'm sorry, <laughs> AirPods. 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 Yeah, but they're hardly any AirPods out there to begin with. Like, 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 like available. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. When did they, they didn't, didn't they come out a year ago? But they didn't ship until like January or something, or or late December. It took a while for yeah, them it to took ship. a while. Mm-hmm. And now, the last time I checked, there was a two to three week wait. 
There still is. Okay, so maybe not, but I mean, I think it's. I think it would be well to capitalize on it with the Apple Watch LTE. You know, they kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Particularly if it had more Siri capabilities and more health stuff, and you know, it's 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 like it's like a pairing, you know. But would that be hardware or would that be a software? Could you, could that just be in Watch OS three? Yeah, like 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 a firmware mm-hmm. upgrade or something. To right. the, uh, sure. So yeah, yeah and would, would they market them as AirPods too, or if it would just be like now your AirPods can do all of these things? Edition, yeah, yeah, maybe the AirPod edition, AirPod, AirPod uh-huh. edition. <laughs> ceramic AirPods. Yeah, <laughs> facial recognition. You know, maybe it can unlock your. It can tell the size of your ear and unlock your phone that way. Oh yeah, that's where the home button went. So cool. It went in the AirPods. Yeah, now you have to get AirPods yeah. so you can use the home button. <laughs> I hope they come in blush gold too. There you go. <laughs> Roman loves to accessorize his mm-hmm. cut and make sure they all match. <laughs> I want all my Apple. A unified now. look. So, uh, I'm going to say that I don't think we'll see hard new AirPod hardware. But Mike brings up a good point. I think you could see if they bring up an LTE watch, you're going to want to connect your AirPods to your watch. Yeah. Because you want to listen to your watch. So I think that you could see something in terms of connectivity to your watch. So, And there's a question on Twitter about, do you know, I mean, this is not related probably to the September uh, 12th event, but do you know anything about iMac minis? Are they coming back? I mean, when was the last time they even did one? Uh, Mac the Mac mini? mini? The Mac. That's a good Mac question because the Mac mini is old what? yeah man <laughs> really say, old i want to say 2015 I wanna, but that that's i, 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 wanna, I it feels like that it's might older. be generous <laughs> yeah yeah but it's, it's a good machine though like what well, we yeah. still have a mac mini at my house and we use it all the time it's great form factor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now i can't stop thinking about an imac mini and how cute <laughs> that would be yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's 2014 wow so it'll be three years old next month and when it was released, it wasn't exactly cutting edge. I mean, they just no. kind of threw an older, a newer, older processor in mm-hmm. it and said, here you go. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, it's three years old. So, I mean, the margin on this thing must be incredible now because those yeah. components are are cheap, a lot cheaper now. They're using old processors. Yeah. So. Well, they're, they're probably selling hundreds of them a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> or with the Apple TV... Like, could you hook up, uh, you know, a keyboard and a mouse and turn that into a PC? Is that is that even, you know, a possible, f- you know, feature line with the Apple TV? Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can do that with an Apple TV. Maybe mm-hmm. this next one. Yeah, maybe. So people do use. I mean, like I use my Mac, my Mac Mini at home, which is actually, I want to say it's six years old. It's connected to my TV as like just kind yeah. of like a media server. Mm-hmm. I don't use an apple tv so i have this mac mini it's, it's really old uh and it works fine with that because i don't need a lot of processing power i'm not doing a whole lot with it except playing videos um but yeah the mac mini it's gotten old and i i suspect that if they do upgrade it they won't it'll just come out it, what they yeah. were doing at, at an event it'll oh. just be upgraded yeah. or it will be sandwiched in between all these other mac announcements right. and be like and you know the mac mini is now going to have this this and this and right this much I, I could see it happening like a week after the apple event and mm-hmm. apple upgraded the 
the you know this is a the Mac Mini the four ninety nine one has a dual core Core i five but I don't I don't remember which model Core i five that is is that like a I want to say that's like a one point seven gigahertz broad well processor I mean it's so old and but yeah it's. Does it even have an SSD drive? I think it still has a has a spinning drive. Yeah, I mean, they it's all really have hard. Well, the nine ninety nine model has a Fusion drive. Ah. So, but yeah, the other two models have regular hard drives. Yeah. So. And the connectivity. I mean, it has. I don't think it has. Uh, certainly not Thunderbolt. No. It d- or you know, it's 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 old. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't plan on them releasing a new iMac at the event. So it does have a Thunderbolt 2 port. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is a shame because it's, it's a good machine. It, was, it is a good machine. Yeah. So, but maybe Apple's thinking that it's case use for it. It has enough power for what people to use it for. That's true. So they don't really need to right. change it. They don't really need to change it. So. Yeah, the, the, the iMac is going in the other direction where it's, you know, with the Pro, it's really becoming like a like a like an all-in-one Mac Pro, a, a real high-end machine. Yeah, so I believe at WWDC, Apple said that they, or maybe it was before WWDC, it was when that report came out, that when Apple basically said, yeah, we kind of blew it with the Mac Pro. Mm-hmm. And so we're rethinking the Mac Pro. Uh, yeah, but uh, they didn't. They said it definitely wasn't coming out this year. They said right, much. and we yeah. haven't heard anything since then. Yeah, nothing. And so I don't think we'll hear anything at this event. But it'd be nice if we heard something before the end of the year. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe when they release the iMac Pro, they'll give us a sneak peek of the new Mac Pro. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's it's very strange that they've that the Mac Pro has sat for so long. I mean, it's a cool looking machine. People didn't really respond to it like Apple said it was, but it's been out there for what twenty was it twenty thirteen? I mean, it's old. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, old. it's surprising yeah. that they had yeah. just kind of cut their losses, scrapped it, and come out with something a little bit more yeah. tra- traditional and modular. I know that there were rumors that they're going to kind of come back this the old form factor so that you could upgrade it a lot easier. I think I remember seeing that in some video forums. Going back to like a tower? The tower style, yeah. And then actually someone on uh, Facebook had a good question, is do you think that they will switch to AMD and go away from Intel since uh, Mm. AMD actually, you know, the Ryzen chip, Threadripper, is able to compete in some ways, you know, is better? They're using AMD uh, Ryzen as a graphics in the, in the graphics cards, or no Vega in the in the uh, graphics cards. Yeah, they're using Vega graphics cards. Um, there's actually been reports, I think, by Bloomberg that Apple's working on their own chips. Yeah. So they have their own chip that works that uh, runs the Touch Bar on the MacBook Pros, and Apple, you know, Apple uses its own chips in the iPhone. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think they'll go to AMD. I think Apple wants, if anything, Apple's going to create their own silicon and they want to do their own chips and make the money off of that. And I don't, I don't know how far down the line that is to create their own CPU, their, their main CPU, if, if that's 
in the works. I'm sure it is in the works, whether it's a secret project that they're more of a concept or something that they really plan to implement. I, I have no idea, but I, I don't think, I think Apple wants to kind of go away from Intel and do their own thing. Yeah. That's, that's been, uh, that's been reported that, and so they, they kind of took steps when they implemented the touch bar and the controller chip for the touch bar was not an Intel or third party uh, chip mm-hmm. that they licensed. They created their own chip. So, and they have that wireless chip in the Beats. They have obviously the iPhone, right. the A series chips, and the iPad. So, yeah, they certainly are moving along to kind of completely homogenize their lineup with their own silicone. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a good question because that AMD chip's a it's a pretty impressive chip. Yeah, and they're 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 inexpensive too, certainly compared to Intel. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so for the event, we've talked about any all this stuff. Um, Are we going to see an Apple car <laughs> <laughs> with BB-8 wheels? <laughs> that would be funny if, like, just during the presentation, like Tim Cook's just talking, and all of a sudden, a car just, just like at a car show, just rises yeah. up from the bottom of the stage with, with all the smoke around. Yeah. yeah, just to show off that, like, oh yeah, our theater can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets in the car, and then he mentions that this is the Apple car, and then he drives away. Drives a- or <laughs> it drives him away. Right, it drives him away. <laughs> he gets in the back seat. He says something like, "Hey Siri, take me home," and then the car just goes. yeah. Runs over everybody in the audience. Hey Siri, well, it's, let's meet at my place, and then right. he, he cruises off. So, what's the over under on Steve Jobs mentions on uh, Tuesday? Fifteen, twenty? He's he's going to be brought up a lot because yeah. this is his. It's, it's it's named after him. Yeah, the canvas is kind of his last real, you know, uh, product. I mean, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, like, that like you know, he designed the whole thing. He, yeah. He oversaw it all, so I think uh, he's going to be brought up a lot yeah. during this event. That's cool. Yeah, and I wonder how much, um, you know, we have seen reports that the camp, the rest of the campus isn't quite ready yet, so I wonder um, how much progress it's made over the last month and couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll be working through the weekend to mm-hmm. finish up, to put all those trees in place. Yeah. Okay, so I think that about covers what we think about the Apple event that's coming up next week. Um, so the Apple event is next week. It is September 12th on Tuesday. Uh, if you're interested in watching the event, Apple will stream it online. They've done so in the past. They haven't actually posted a link on their website yet, I don't think. I don't um, think so either. They did release yeah. an Apple, I think they released an Apple TV update this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe so. If you have an Apple TV, make sure you're running right. the update. Um, then you should be able to have the the channel to stream it on your uh, TV. Yeah, and on on the Apple homepage, they have a little thing about the Apple special event, and you can add it to your calendar. <laughs> and um, yeah, it says here you can watch the keynote. So um, if you're interested in watching it, you can go to Apple.com, and if you have Apple TV, you can use that. Uh, it's 10 a.m. Pacific time, which is 1 p.m. Eastern. And I always like to add another time zone, and I don't know what time it's, it is in New Zealand. <laughs> 7 a.m. in Hawaii. There you that's go. Yeah, the that's easy one to go, go for. <laughs> so, um, so if you're interested in watching that event, uh, 
you know, tune in, fire up your web browser, turn on your Apple TV, and you can watch it. Uh, we will have full coverage of the event, so uh, keep an eye on MacWorld.com. Um, we'll have a lot to talk about next Wednesday. Oh, yes. yeah. And we will be back uh, on the podcast next Wednesday to kind of wrap up what we saw at the show, what Apple has released, what the announcements were. Uh, we will be live again on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, that's Wednesday. We try to shoot for 10 o'clock, but uh, we try. We try. I think it's been like 10 10, 10 15, yeah. somewhere in the 10 o'clock ballpark. So roughly 10 o'clock. Uh, but yeah, stick with us, please. If, if we're not on 10 sharp, we'll get on sooner or later. So last week we had a technical issue. Yeah, so we knew we actually didn't get on yet last yes. week. Yeah. So we apologize for that. But uh, most weeks we will yeah. be. Live. Yeah. So uh, join us and let us know your feedback. Uh, be great to let us know what you thought about the event, what you think about the new products, if you're going to get any of the new products, what you wish would have happened at the event that still leaves you kind of like questioning what, you know, you still have questions about what Apple's doing, what you didn't see and what you wish you would have seen. Uh, so let us know what you think uh, next week uh, at the Macworld podcast. I'd like to thank Leah, our managing editor. Thank you, Roman. Thanks to Mike Simon in Boston or in Framingham. Thank you, Roman. I'm in actually Connecticut now. You're I'm in all Connecticut. <laughs> Roman, World, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to thank Dan, our producer. So, and I'd also like to thank you, the audience, for joining us. Thank you very much. See you next week. Bye.